Welcome. You are now aboard the Sub Club Submarine Spaceship. We will be your tour guides on a quantum journey to reprogram our subconscious minds. Please keep your arms and hands inside the subship at all times until you are safely docked in your castle's subship port upon arrival at heaven on earth. Thank you and enjoy the ride. Hello everyone, welcome back to Brainwash Yourself, the podcast where we co-create our consciousness, well we create our consciousness to co-create heaven on earth. And my name is Annika, I'm here with my lovely co-host Callista. Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back. And we're here with my great friend, soul brother, Jacob Benson, who is a Akashic Records coach, consultant, and master healer, and so much more, as we all have so many aspects to our multidimensional selves. But he is so incredibly magical. Uh, We met doing some magical spiritual alchemy program back in 2020, and we just really connected. Our little group of three, four people have stayed really good friends. And I just always, Jacob, I've always been so amazed by you because you're just someone who I feel like is in a place where, you know, your environment that you're surrounded by isn't like massively new age or spiritual. So it's kind of like you're, I feel like you're waking up was very internal and kind of caused you to be a instigator for like where you live in the United States and like the people that you're around because I don't feel like it's very much the norm where you're from is it like would you say that that's an accurate read uh I mean the Midwest in general is known as being a pretty conservative and not necessarily forward-looking part of the country um you know things just are a little bit slower here in Omaha, Nebraska and surrounding areas where I'm at. Uh, I will say, you know, this tracks with my own experience, but, uh, and obviously some of it has to do with attracting some of this stuff into my life energetically with where I'm at right now. But there is a lot more uh, open-mindedness and, um, you know, things going on in the, whether you want to call it spiritual energy work, multi-dimensionality stuff you know even in terms of like people in the area doing reiki healing and you know crystal shops and you know all kinds of stuff so cool love it love it will you give us a little synopsis of what turned you on to becoming aware of you know the unseen realms and your own spiritual capabilities and potential and you stepping onto this path of of becoming what you are now, which is this incredible Akashic Records coach, consultant, master healer? Yeah, so it turns out I'd been doing some of this stuff my entire life, and I just didn't really know any better or have a name for it. Um, You know, there I can remember going all the way back to seventh and eighth grade, maybe even sixth grade, and I would have dreams uh, that I wouldn't consciously remember, but literally months later, I would watch portions of them play out in front of me and time would essentially slow down. 
um, is the only way that I can kind of describe it. And in the moment, I just immediately, as I was kind of observing it happen, it just knew that I was watching something that I had already seen in a dream. It didn't happen a lot. It happened enough that, uh, you know, I became aware that it was a thing. But, you know, if I ever talked about it to anybody, which I don't remember doing, but I might have mentioned something, it's not the kind of thing that probably anybody could relate to. I don't remember anybody saying that I was crazy. Um, but I also never remember thinking that that was like actually weird or that there was anything wrong. It was just kind of a thing that happened. Um, the other thing, you know, that I can remember going back forever is I always have described myself as a visual person, uh, meaning that, you know, when it comes to learning things, like seeing them is always way better for me than any other thing. Um, but one of the ways that manifested in my life was in my, you know, I'm still doing some work as an IT consultant. I spent my whole life, like my whole adult life working in IT. But one of the ways these, I guess, uh, you know, clairvoyance and clairaudience and that kind of stuff manifested was, you know, I could sit in rooms with clients, potential clients, and listen to them describe their their networks and their programs and all their servers. And I would just see, like I could just get, I would get visuals of how all these things interacted with each other. And then I could just turn around and get up on a whiteboard and diagram it out. And this always blew people's minds because they didn't even have that understanding themselves to even make their own diagrams. Wow. I mean, that just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, again, at the time, like I never really thought anything of it. It never seemed weird to me. It was just kind of like a thing um, that I did. Um, and, you know, I was just kind of going about my life doing IT stuff. And then uh, the last six months of 2019 is where, you know, I'll say things kind of started getting weird. Even then, they didn't really start. It never, I never really thought it was weird. It was just kind of stuff that was happening. But I essentially spent the last six months of 2019 feeling like my entire body was on fire um, constantly. I mean, I was just sweating all the time. Um, and at first it was kind of like, okay, this is weird. And then it kept going and it kept going. And I finally went to a doctor and of course they had no idea what was going on. You know, I would <clears throat> go take my temperature. My temperature was totally normal. And yet I'm just sweating. Like sweating doesn't even begin to describe the amount of heat that was like radiating from my body. Uh, out of nowhere, right? There was no... There was no warning or anything. Now, I understand now that what was happening was it was kind of a, from a soul level, a uh, in case of emergency break glass situation where there's an aspect of me that knew what was going to happen starting in 2020. And that was aligned with my path. And I had gotten myself pretty close to where I needed to be, but I wasn't quite all the way where I needed to be. And uh, things just really got ramped up in a real big hurry. Um, you know, as part of that, because I'm stubborn, you know, I kept trying to do things like work out and I kept trying to push myself and, and eventually I just <clears throat> manifested a, you know, the official term is like an exercise induced concussion, but you know, my body just got to a point where it was like, okay, you're not listening. You need to stop basically doing everything and just chill. You know, I couldn't even walk up and down the stairs without getting a headache for like a month, which 
is very abnormal for me, uh, to say the least. So, you know, all that happened. Um, you know, I understand now that that heat has to do with uh, typically it's things being activated in you know your energetic bodies, your DNA, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but also, you know, sometimes just burning stuff off that you know that you don't need anymore. Almost just like exercise. You know, when you sweat that way, is kind of the way that it happens for me. Um, you know, so all this is happening. You know, March of 2020 happens. Everything gets locked down. And uh, I still, to this day, do not know, uh, you know, how I came across, uh, and I'm pro I might get her name wrong, Annika, so you can correct me, but uh, Nicola Berman's Magic and Miracles program. Yes. I must have heard her name somewhere. I remember going to her website. She wasn't doing anything. It was, you know, she was like on a break, sign up for my newsletter. Okay. A month or two later, I get this email about this Magic and Miracles program. Um, I distinctly remember reading it and rereading it and rereading it and it just getting so hot, <laughs> just getting so hot and being unable to describe. There was just something about that email she sent with the program that there was an aspect of me that was excited that I was not familiar with is the way that I would describe it. Uh, anybody who knew me, you know, if I could go back and find that newsletter would be very confused about why I would have been excited about something like that. <laughs> um, but you know, that started sometime very early in 2020 and you know, that's where we met and kind of here we are now. So I'll, I think I'll pause there. Wow. That was fascinating. There was so many awesome aspects to the story you have told. I'm super fascinated and interested by like the heat activation <clears throat> in your body because like we often talk about the collective ascension and how a big part of that process is the physical ascension, which is like such a fascinating topic and so that's really cool that you had that experience. I do want to ask for, okay, so for our listeners who don't know, how would you describe the Akashic Records? So the, the, the best way to think about the Akashic Records is just an energetic library that contains a energetic record of everything that's ever been done any action, any thought, any, any belief, any emotion, any feeling, anything that's happens because it's all energy is, you know, it leaves behind an imprint, or in this case, you can think of it as, you know, a library book or a magazine or whatever, but it's all stored in this Akashic record. You know, we have in science, they use a term like, you know, the quantum field or quantum mechanics to describe this. You know, we, we've, proven pretty convincingly that something like 97% of the observable universe is not matter that we can see with our eyes. It is energy that exists in the field. Uh, you know, in the Christian traditions, they like to call it the book of life. Every kind of spiritual tradition has always had its own name for this energetic library that exists. On some level, uh, everybody is always accessing their own Akashic records. 
anytime you've had any kind of insight that seemed to come out of nowhere, a gut feeling about something, the hair stood up on the back of your neck for reasons you don't understand. You know, you're in a crowded room with people and you look across the room and somebody you don't know is staring at you. Um, you know, how did you know to turn around and look at them? All of that stuff is you tapping into this, uh, you know, energetic library that exists all around us. So cool. Do you think, or as far as you know, is like the future and the past from our understanding written there? So this is where it might get kind of weird, but you know, at, on planet earth as it exists, we have time as a construct because it serves our experience, right? It'd be hard to record this podcast if we didn't say such and such time on such and such date to do this. Mm -hmm. uh, when you get to higher level dimensions, and again, quantum mechanics and physics has proved this, time kind of ceases to exist and gets really weird. Um, you know, And lots of people talk about time really being a circle, everything happening at one time. Um, you know, certainly for me, uh, we, I mean, anybody's had an experience of time going super fast and also time going really slow, right? Think about just sitting in your classroom at school, how slow time seems to go. And then when you're out with friends, how fast time it seems to go. And then you kind of have other time where it seems like, oh, this is regular time. So we know that time is kind of funky just by experience. Um, so, you know, there's plenty of things out there that say, yes, it's the past, the present, and the future as we perceive it, but really at a higher dimensional level, it's all the same. It's all taking place at the same time. And, you know, for me, I say those words, I conceptually understand them. It's also kind of hard to believe, uh, you know, because that's not what we experience in our in our day-to-day -day lives, but. Totally. So, and it's interesting, Anika, that you asked that, because I was actually thinking of like a similar question the other day in regards to the Akashic Records about like because there is like kind of like different I don't know how to describe it like it might just be like an illusion from our perception but kind of like different choice points that we experience where if we do one thing, things could play out one way in the future. And if we do something else, they could play out a different way. And so I was wondering if someone like you, Jacob, is to access the Akashic records and kind of tune into like a truth that would from like our current human perspective kind of play out in the future is it something where because like and you're talking about like quantum quantum physics and quantum mechanics which like in a way people will talk about like in the void there's like infinite possibility of like inner energetic potential and so depending like what we tune into there's like unlimited options of like states of affairs that could be playing out. And so I was just kind of wondering like, 
in and you may not know this but like feel free to just like speculate but like so in the akashic record if there's all these like unlimited quantum potentials then would there be like an unlimited kind of like set of like truths of different states of affairs that you could access in the akashic record depending on like your kind of point of access and your perspective at that time like if you were to tune in and notice that things are kind of playing out on some perceived timeline from like one moment and then like shift your perspective or like be in a different like just a different kind of location in like the time space continuum like tune in and to something different like playing out which i mean i see what you're saying too if like time is an illusion it's kind of hard to say that like it kind of doesn't make sense to say like tune into things at one time and kind of like see one timeline and then tune into them at another time and see like another timeline but I'm just curious if you have any thoughts on this, if like my question is even making sense of like, it is there really just like one certain way that it seems like things would play out or does it kind of just depend like what you are able to access based on like your current kind of energetic circumstance? Does that make sense? Well, I think I think what you're getting at is, so there's a, there's a couple of things to say. One, uh, right, we are beings of infinite potential and we are constantly creating out of that potentiality, right? If I look at my desk, I got all kinds of stuff here. I could just start picking up any of these objects and tossing them around, or, you know, I could end this call. I could just decide to go take a nap, you know, uh, and each of those things has their own ramifications, like ripples in a pond that spiral out. Mm -hmm. um, an important thing about the Akashic records when you access, like, I can't just, like, I cannot access your Akashic records without your express permission, right? You guys have both experienced this before we met like that was for that session and that call if i tried to open your records now there would like nothing would happen those things are are protected now for things like technology which i am particularly drawn through right i can i can open the akashic records for crypto and get you know i can ask questions and receive information uh what happens when you do that is you get information that is for the most part is uh valid for the specific moment in time and my experience has been when you try to ask about the future you get very broad brushstrokes about things um because again we are creatures of free will and things are always changing right um and the record keepers will never talk about you know they will never say you need to do this you need to do that this is what's going to happen one, because they honor free will and we have choice to do to decide whatever we want to do, not only individually, but also collectively. Um, does that help? Yeah. No, that's really, really interesting. And who like who are the keepers of the Akashic records as far as you like have experienced? Yeah. So you can just think of them, you know, we the they're typically just called like record keepers. You can kind of think of them like library guardians. You know, for each of our own personal records, these are higher level multidimensional beings who, is, you know, their sole role is to guard and protect the records and to provide information. So when I, when I connect to my own records, I kind of, um, I can both see and feel kind of like another 
you know, energetic object, you know, above, above my head, basically. Um, and that has developed over time. When I first started doing this, you know, in 2020, in the end of 2020, there wasn't really any of that. Uh, it was one of those kind of trust the process, follow your heart, keep doing the work. And as you begin to attune to that energy, right, you begin to open up the more and more of those abilities and they, you know, then it just becomes kind of second nature. And that even that experience for me has changed uh, a lot over the last three years. Um, you know, a lot of times when I open other people's records, what I see is kind of a book indicating their, their library and the, you know, the books range from all kinds of sizes and shapes and types, you know, fairy tale books, big like encyclopedias. Um, I don't really see other people's record keepers typically. Um, but just know that for all of this stuff, right, they, these things are, are protected and you can't just, you know, so if you don't have, uh, right, proper intentions, um, with this kind of stuff, you're just, you're just not going to get anything right. This work can't be used to hurt somebody because you're just not going to get the information, they get that kind of information, right? Um, Rule number one of the universe is, you know, is always do no harm. And you think, and like, you can't hide from higher dimensional beings. So. <laughs> yeah, so true. And that would make sense that you can use it for harm. Cause like that is probably what the whole point of the record keepers being there is. Um, would you tell us like what, or tell like, you know, us in the audience, because Calissa and I have experienced it, but like, how can people benefit from having someone tap into their Akashic records? And like, what has inspired you to like be a medium for channeling this work, basically? Sure. So the, the short kind of, you know, sarc semi-sarcastic answer is there's nothing that, that can't be done. Um, but, uh, you know, there are specific things that people are really drawn to um you know one is when you move to a higher dimensional level um you're able to get to the actual root of whatever a your human self might perceive as an issue or an obstacle or a challenge right we have we have all this programming from this life and our past lives we live in a collective consciousness that tells us all kinds of things about who we are and what we believe and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, we think we have these problems and we like, Oh, well this happened and this happened, or this person did this thing. Um, and working in the Akashic records allows you to really get to the root of the problem, whether that's from this life or a past life or anything else. And if it is appropriate, those things can be cleared and released and let go from your energetic field. And some really truly magical things can happen with ease and grace. Um, you know, it doesn't, there's, it doesn't need to be hard other than the fact that we've made it hard. Um, personally, I have experienced a lot of healing in that regard um, in terms of just letting things go. You know, wh why do I keep responding like this way in these kind of situations and actually getting to the energetic root cause, the experience that's behind all of that and then letting it go. So there's all kinds of stuff uh, in terms of that and just our day-to-day -day lives, our experiences, our relationships, you know, every, you know, Annika, we have, you know, there's an Akashic record of our relationship, you mm -hmm. know, um, is kind of stores our relationship. And if those, you know, if, if let's just 
imagine because this would never happen, right? If for some reason things went, let's just say, went sideways with us, right? And I was like, I am like, I can't figure out why she's acting this way. Like, I don't know what's wrong. Like, I can open up our Akashic record uh, for our specific relationship and just ask what's going on. And again, they're not going to give me any personal information about you. They're not going to say, oh, this is what she thinks or she's been telling other people this. They'll just say, hey, like these are the these are the things that are coming up for you to learn. This is a this is the experience that you're having. Here's kind of some things you can do about it. And fundamentally, at the end of the day, it's up for me to decide what I want to take action on and what I don't. So there's all kinds of stuff like that. There's also a lot of stuff when it comes to um, businesses, which is a thing that I'm particularly drawn to in terms of, again, businesses are their own energetic entities. They have their own records, right? People come and go and leave their energy in businesses and businesses are bought and sold and the energy is moved around and, um, you know, nobody ever asked the business what it wants, right? Uh, on that kind of a level. And I can tell you from experience, when you do that, you get all kinds of very interesting answers about what the business needs, what its mission is, what its purpose is, why it exists, um, all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, you can do healings for a business, clearings, releasings, all of that kind of stuff, just like you do with people. Because fundamentally, it's all energy at the end of the day. We just, you know, we think a business is this, you know, quote unquote, physical, physical kind of object. Um, but really, it, you know, everything that exists is energy at one level of tone, vibration, and frequency or another. That's so cool. That's very new earth. It's fascinating. It also reminds me of kind of like that controversial like phenomenon of in like the American court system, how corporations can have like some of the same rights as like people at times. And a lot of time it ends up in kind of like from my perspective, negative outcomes. And that's just like a really interesting take on that concept in general. And it makes me think of the podcast as like an entity that has certain like missions and almost like desired outcomes in a way. Would you be able to tune into the podcast Akashic Records and tell us what it wants? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's an entity like any, like anything else is, um, and it you know it's uh, it's somewhat fascinating for me because when I go back to 2020 uh, and meeting Annika for the first time and just our continued conversation since then, I know that before this podcast, on at least two occasions, I can remember um, she had one I remember for sure where she actually recorded a couple of episodes, but also <laughs> her talking a couple of times about wanting to podcast and, you know, buying a mic and recording stuff in a closet and doing all that stuff. And it would kind of, you know, ebb and flow and go back and forth. So it was clearly something that was percolating in your field, right? So true. So true. I literally have a love five podcast out there with like three episodes. Yeah. Rooted, (laughs) Rooted Alchemy. Go check it out. Honestly, I listened to those episodes and they were really, really interesting. Yeah. So on an energetic level, like the podcast, like this particular podcast was out there, right? And our our human brains will be like, okay, well, you know, if you're going to start a podcast, you got to do this thing and then this thing and then this then this thing. And like, I'm sure looking backwards now, you can be like, oh, well, sure that, 
I only recorded a couple of episodes, but I learned all these things and had all these experiences. And then when, you know, Callista and I got together and we decided to do this podcast, you know, you had all these ideas and, and everything else. Right. Yeah. So, so it, yeah, it all, it all, it all, it all came together. It all served a purpose. I think Callista was also wondering if you would on this episode, Tap, tune into tap it. into it. But I don't know if you do it on like a recorded public thing, which is totally fine. Um, no, I like I will do it if we have a way if you can like edit this part out because I don't I don't think the prayer should probably be out there. Okay, okay. edit out the prayer. The prayer edited out and then and then we leave the reading in. Is that yeah, yeah. That's okay. totally fine. The, yeah, the, the reading is fine. So excited. And in my Akashic Records reading, which by the way, Jacob was awesome and I haven't updated you, but I've experienced a lot of benefits. And maybe if we have time, I can like fill in you and our listeners on those. But it was also super interesting because I remember you said that like in other lifetimes, I had basically done something similar. Like you were like, it wasn't called like a podcast but something like similar to this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like an alien podcast so or cool. something. Yeah. Like a galactic <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. No, the, the reading with Jacob was so, so good and like deeply therapeutic exactly mm -hmm. in the way that he was describing that. Like when you get to the energetic root of something, you can actually let it go. And I'd read about this a lot and you know, books like Dolores Cannon books or many lives, many masters that like when you can finally see, or this guy named Ainsley, MacLeod, who mm -hmm. has like old school's guidebook, all that kind of stuff. Um, the whole idea is that like when you understand the past life fruit and you can see it for what it is, like it can release itself without that much effort. And I mean, Jacob also took me through a process to like release something from a past life, which is really powerful. I thought it was so cool that like not only were you like, oh, I'm going to give you information, but I'm going to ask you if you're ready to release this now and then take you through a whole process where you and your higher self can like actually just let it go. So, I mean, I just feel like that encompasses you know, your healing capability that you have more than, you know, you have a lot of tools in your tool belt to really help people, which is so awesome. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'll just also say that, you know, because of the path that the collective consciousness of humanity is on, you know, there's more, whether you want to call it light or positive energy or whatever adjective somebody would like to use to describe, you know, what's going on on the planet right now. Um, because we are, ascending to higher and higher levels of consciousness as a collective more and more of not just akashic records work but all kinds of energy what you know we'll call energy work is coming is coming back out again and there are higher and higher levels of information of healing of wisdom of guidance of love of all of these you know what we think of as uh you know higher vibrational experiences um that are available now um, and are just going to continue to develop. So, yeah, so true. So, so true. It's a good time to be getting into this kind of stuff. That's for sure. Okay. Um, whenever you're ready, we're ready. Okay. So I'm going to, uh, just like I did with you guys, I'm going to, I'll say the prayer out loud once okay. and then I'll say it silently to myself twice. And then I'll, and this is what happens. So anytime <laughs> I'm about to open somebody's re like a record of anything, like I just start yawning. 
because um, the energy just starts moving already. So, mm -hmm. uh, so I'll say it silently to myself twice, and I'll say uh, the records are open for the Brainwash Yourself podcast. And then um, if there's a message that wants to come through, I'll relay it. Otherwise, I'll just let you guys ask ask questions, and we'll see what happens. Woohoo! <clears throat> All right. All right, the Akashic Records for the Brainwash Yourself podcast are now open. <clears throat> and I seem, uh, this is kind of unusual, but we're going to go with it. Uh, they seem to be wanting me to ask you uh, both, like what your individual experiences were when I was opening those records just now. Oh, okay. I was breathing and... <laughs> I felt like I kind of hit a groove breath-wise. Like my breaths were very like deep and smooth. Um, more, yeah, more than usual. And I'm no stranger to conscious breathing. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was just something I noticed. Yeah, I my eyes were closed and I was also just like breathing and kind of, meditating and at the very end my third eye started pulsing and then you were like the records are open <laughs> yeah i was feeling oh well, i was and still am i feel a lot of a lot of energy in my heart in my heart chakra area so there's there's lots of love here for sure <clears throat> all right so who wants to who wants to start asking questions Okay. Um, so I feel like we have so many ideas for the podcast and our priority has been consistency in terms of recording the episodes, getting them out. And I think that is a good number one priority. And I think we have been doing a great job in terms of that. However, we have all of these ideas, like different kind of admin type things to just um, kind of like streamline some of like the content creation and like guest scheduling and then also kind of creative ideas for kind of like the next phase of the podcast and implementing kind of like different concept updates and um things like that and it seems like it just seems kind of like a lot and i am wondering kind of the best way to go about prioritizing and kind of like structuring and executing on some of these more kind of like beyond just the consistency of like the episode creation and releases, like. Yeah, so the, the podcast has many things to say. Okay. okay. Um, it, it needs, it's asking for a lot more structure and foundation, a lot more process and procedure to build a foundation, to streamline things, to really iron out the details about when these episodes are recorded, how long they are, um, how the guests are booked, 
when they when the podcasts are published, what the entire workflow looks like end to end, who's responsible for what, um, why they're responsible for it, uh, what what a backup plan looks like, et cetera, et cetera. There may be more information coming there. Um, but the the point of all of this is you're creating a foundation that you're going to need in the future. And the things that are out there waiting for the podcast are going to re like require that these things be in place because they they can't energetically come through right now because there's not enough structure and process for them. Mm -hmm. Does not surprise me. Does the podcast have a desire for like like long longevity and what does it feel like it's like purpose and mission is? Okay, so before you even got halfway through your question, the image that I saw very clearly was basically a flower blooming out of the ground, turning into just an enormous flower, indicating that your podcast is going to grow and grow and grow and grow, and it's not going anywhere. Um, again, you, you have free will in this matter, right? You guys could just decide this is the last episode you ever do, and you know, whatever will happen will happen, but um that would not be something that i would say is particularly aligned for either of you like the the podcast like i feel so much positive uplifting just loving energy like such a good vibe you know it it has a very just excited energy about it um that is really really cool um to experience thanks jacob um that's so wonderful to hear so um, similar, so what they're saying is part of the reason that I was shown the image of that flower was, you know, you two have, are, and will continue to grow through your experiences with the podcast. And fundamentally, this podcast mission is to help other people do the exact same thing, to kind of plant the seeds in other people that will bloom into whatever they're meant to be for them, um, either immediately or down the road. Right. Sometimes you plant seeds and they don't come up right away. And it's not till you get years down the road and you're like, you can look backwards and, and realize and understand, oh, this happened and then that happened and this happened. And now I'm here and it all makes sense. Mm -hmm. So true. Um, so they're saying uh, the key takeaway from that. I mean, there's several of them, but where they were going with that was this is meant to be like an expansive podcast. You know, it's not brainwash yourself about this specific subject, right? It's just brainwash yourself podcast. Um, you know, it's really, it has a limitless energy about it. And there, you know, the podcast is encouraging you to kind of get outside the box in your comfort zone a little bit. And whatever topics inspire you, excite you, no matter how kind of mundane or strange or when your brain tries to tell you that like oh that's not what this podcast is if it if it excites you and it's interesting to you uh you know you're encouraged to chase that cool i love that that's so true i mean like i feel like everything we're all just energy at the end of the day and it's like if you're if something's lighting you up like that energy is going to be received and if it doesn't then so, it's just going to feel like that <laughs> Yeah. So they're specifically reminding me, Annika, of your recent trip to India. Mm -hmm. um, right. There's no reason 
sure it's a brainwash yourself podcast and you guys have guests, right? And maybe you've thought about this, but there's no reason you couldn't just do a, a podcast episode that's just a retrospective of your trip. Totally. Yeah, that's a cool idea. I mean, I think that would be very expansive for many because this was a very interesting trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, they're, and they're also saying like for you in particular, Annika, with this trip, it would be there's something there for you about putting yourself out there more. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Thanks for that reflection. <laughs> no, I think that's been, that's been coming up. That's been coming up um, quite a bit. And so I appreciate that message. Thank you. <laughs> wow. The world needs more Annika. Um, and I also, well, I almost don't even want to ask this question because we're about to make like kind of a shift, like a little bit of a quantum leap with the pod or just kind of like a, like a evolution, an evolution, an next level evolution, um, which I feel like will be like a part of this kind of like, you know, branching out everything being a part of it, like no matter what, um, do the records have anything to say about this, this next, this next phase we're kind of like transforming into um so they're saying buckle up <laughs> i love buckling up they're 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 being very clear that that should be taken uh from a very from an angle of love and not to be afraid of anything oh love it um, <clears throat> keep our arms in but they're saying uh you know the words you use were quantum leap and that apply that indicates an acceleration and there's definitely going to be an acceleration happening and so um you know that's why the the phrase buckle up was used um they're saying be be open to receiving what's going to come through and i feel like some semblance of this message must have come through in one of your readings that i did for you it seems that they're reminding me of this just don't be too they're encouraging both of you to not be too heavy handed about deciding what is going to be and to just make sure you're staying open to what's to what wants to come through and receive it, especially when your brain tries to tell you that, oh, no, this can't possibly be for us or for the podcast. Yeah, mm, that's so cool. I love that because I feel like I think about this in terms of my life a lot of the times so that like the things that have really worked out and brought me like blessings beyond, you know, weren't always what my ego, like how e my ego thought things were going to work out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. um, you know, I'm just speaking from my own personal experience here uh, on this topic, which is um, we are being asked to trust and surrender um, more than ever before in all areas of our lives, because it's only through that, that trust and the surrender and developing those muscles, if you will, that we, that we, that we can really receive the infinite possibilities because yes. we have so much programming about this is how you do marketing and this is how you do sales and this is how you build a business and this is what you have to do. And, you know, that's one very small part of our experience, but it's like that in every aspect of our lives. Mm -hmm. And as you described, our brains and our minds, <clears throat> you know, we come up with these ideas or we receive information and guidance and we're like, okay, this is, you know, 
on planet earth right now, like this is like the most popular or common way, like we're going to do this and then we're going to do this. And then we're going to have like this many listeners and then we're going to get like an advertiser and whatever else. And they're just saying, as you go down this path, things are going to accelerate and things are going to happen that are not, that you would have never considered possible. Uh, and just um, make sure they're just, now I'm seeing like a picture of a tree with like its roots going deep into the ground. Make sure as you go through this acceleration process that you're um, not going so fast that you that you miss these things or you ignore these things. And you're to the tree image that you're staying really grounded um, so that as these things come to you, again, you have free will to decide what you want to do with them. But there's going to be some really they're saying some really cool things coming some really cool opportunities that are just not even on your radars right now. And they're not going to tell you because you wouldn't, one, you wouldn't believe them Two, you'll, two, you'll immediately just start doing human earth things and deciding they're good. They're bad. They're ugly. They're whatever. Um, when that's, you know, those are just terms that we use. They're just saying, just be, be really excited, be really open to receiving like magical things are coming. This is very exciting. This is really, really cool. I really dig this whole vibe of being able to tap into things beyond just people, Akashic Records wise. I mean, yes, 100%. I want to ask while we have, you know, everyone on the line, two, two, two. Oh my gosh. Okay, two, two, two. Does um, the. Well, it's it's four twenty two for me, which in numerology you could look at as four four, Our which fours. is forty four, which Annika knows all about me and my fours. So yes, <laughs> are you Jacob Benson four four four? Fours? Yeah. <laughs> yep. My my uh, I forget what the exact term is in numerology, but um, you're kind of like your your birth number or the one that's about your life is a four, which is the master builder number. So, wow, life path. Number. You're totally yeah. a <laughs> So, uh, all right. What was your question? Okay. We got so, distracted. <laughs> um, do the Akashic Records have a message for our listener audience at this mm. time? Like, that's a good, like, last question. That's perfect. Okay, rock on. Listen up, everyone. We are about to bring you a message from the Akashic Records. <laughs> Interesting. So, um, I mean, the gist of the message that's coming through is, and again, it, it mostly has to do with the podcast, is if, if you're listening to this, going back to the, the image of the flower and seeds planted, there have been seeds that have been planted for everyone who hear, who's heard this podcast today. Um, and it turns out that message about the seeds blooming, whether it's now or down the road, um, is going to be true for everyone. And obviously it's going to happen different for everybody. And the message about, you know, being open to receiving experiences is also what's coming through very strongly is things are moving really, really fast. I mean, look how, look how different the world is. Just you look at how different things are in 2023. And just like the podcast is going to accelerate, life on planet Earth is going to continue to accelerate in a lot of ways. You know, I talked about my technology background. The stuff that's coming 
in the fields of uh, crypto and artificial intelligence, which I strongly dislike the term and prefer to view it through the lens of complementary intelligence, which we certainly don't have time to go into all of that uh, here today. But that is one note that I would leave with people is there's a lot of fear wrapped up in artificial intelligence. And if you just change that to complementary intelligence, it totally shifts the energy about what's possible. Um, to say things are going to continue to accelerate. It's going to continue to feel like things are getting faster and faster and faster. Things that have happened in the past, you're going to forget. It's fine. Uh, those are things that are not needed anymore. Don't let that freak you out. And just being open to receive and to trust. And especially those things that come to you, whether it's experiences, people, relationships, jobs, work, travel, whatever it is, there's going to be things coming into all of your lives that you would have never expected. A lot of it's not going to make any sense. And the less that it makes sense to your logical mind, the more, you know, you are being encouraged to just kind of lean into it. Yeah, just be open, just be open to receive. Uh, that's where the magic is. Beautiful. Love that. Love it. Thank you so much, Jacob. I don't know if you have to like officially close the records. Um, I do, but I'll just do it when we get off the call. Okay. <laughs> Good. We have a couple of minutes left, so I don't know if you guys wanted to just talk quickly about kind of what's happened since I did both of your readings or anything that you guys noticed. Cause I always, I just always love hearing kind of what's yeah. come up and how it's gone. I love that. And I think that's like a good, a good endorsement and recommendation too. And like, I do recommend to the listeners if it, it resonates with them to book with you, if that would be okay. And it was a very cool experience and we can like, mention at the end like how everyone can track you down and everything like that but um for me it was therapeutic like how Annika said and I feel like our from what I've heard of her reading like ours had their differences in terms of like subject matter and for me I was asking a lot of things that I was noticing in my life and kind of trying to like improve. Um, and one of them was just getting so caught up in like other people's energy fields. Like I used to deal a lot more with kind of empath, highly sensitive, like people pleaser of really confusing like my energy with other people's and letting that kind of dominate me. And I had gone through a whole learning growth transformation in terms of kind of like reducing that load. But then when I had my consultation with you, I was kind of in a new phase where there was just so many more new people in my field than usual. And like some of those lessons were kind of like resurfacing again, because I just was kind of like reaching the next level of kind of dealing with other people's energy and you told me that my aura like you got a image of my aura as like a pin cushion like full of pins and you were like saying my aura is like saturated by these like psychic ties and energy cords and like 
a lot of them were not even being generated by me and that um just to like implement a practice really consistently of like cutting and letting go of these energy cords and you gave me like a little prayer super quick that i started doing every morning and night and you had told me in the reading that like part of the reason that so many cords were like being connected to my aura was basically because of people being like attracted to and drawn to my energy and I thought that was really interesting because a lot of the time when I was getting so caught up in other people's energy it was manifesting as kind of like self-doubt insecurity and I was like wow that's interesting that like people would be kind of positively resonating with my energy and that is part of the reason that these cords are being created but like it manifests so differently in like how I am experiencing them and you were basically saying that when all that energy is in my field I'm like not fully able to differentiate like whose is whose and how I'm feeling versus how someone else is feeling which makes sense and I've like tuned into that kind of understanding before so I definitely know that that can happen and yeah just have a lot of experience with realizing after the fact after I cleared something out that like how I thought I felt about something was actually how someone else felt about it and um you had just said like that part of the reason this was happening and people were drawn to my energy and kind of linking in with these cords was because I have like a strong signal like radio tower but when I'm not able to like keep my space clear and differentiate between who is whose I'm basically like broadcasting other people's signals at times and like can't tell what's what so just to always like be clearing out my cords and tuning into like what's true for me in a certain situation as opposed to just like what what energy I am like experiencing in general so all that to say I started doing that and it really cleared out so much for me in terms of like psychic space and just energy to kind of like muddle through and things have been going a lot more smoothly for me in terms of like my internal disposition towards my connections with other people um, and my relationships and it's definitely like a psychic weight has been lifted almost like you're like kind of like walking along like a river bottom and it's all like muddy and murky and like the currents are going every direction and like you don't know where like you know you're kind of like wasting a lot of time if you're going to a different destination just getting like caught in this current and like not knowing where you're going so you're like going off this direction in this direction and it just feels like all of that got cleared out and I'm so much easier like more easily able to see kind of like the path of this like stream that I am like traveling through and just be able to kind of go with the flow of the current that is actually meant for me to follow. And there's not all this like murk and distraction 
Um, and so it's been a blessing. That's, that's beautiful. And uh, I mean, maybe this could have been mentioned earlier, but um, it's important to note that when I'm in the records, particularly when I do like one-on-one -on -one sessions, I almost always remember basically nothing. Um, you know, I remember the session with you. I remember obviously you being there, you were sitting outside in the sun. It looked amazing. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of like what we talked about, like, I don't remember anything. Um, mm -hmm. I do remember one specific thing from, from Annika's reading. And then she was in India, you know, very shortly afterwards, which I found uh, very amusing. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Wait, did, that, did something have to do with India? Wasn't it Egypt? I'm talking about the, the hot air balloon. Oh yeah. You, you do remember that, right? Oh my God. Now I do remember that. Yeah. Oh my God. That was so true. Yeah. You really saw that. Yeah. So, uh um yeah so that's that's cool. great to hear yay okay i'll just do like a super quick synopsis because i know we're in our last couple minutes um but yeah there was like a connection in my life that i was wondering that like i felt the cord really strong because every time i i mean there's just like so many reasons why this was like a hilarious energetic connection because like I would like kind of like clear it out a little bit and then it would like boom like come right back and then I would like clear it out and then it would like boom come right back but like when it came back it wasn't really going anywhere nothing was happening so I was just like why um do I struggle to let this go and like why do I feel so drawn to it and Jacob told me about that it was a past life connection and then took me into this process to like go see the past life and see the role that that person played in my life and why that kind of exact same energy was still playing out today and then like forgive it release it um dissolve the cord basically and it was just so incredible i mean it made me see the whole thing in like an entirely new light and of course, like, I feel like when something like that happens, it doesn't necessarily mean that like you never feel drawn to that connection or that person again, but like it was, is still like very, very different. Like there's so much less of an energetic pull. And I also just like see it for what it is. And it is so, it was so illuminating. So that just like assists, I mean, I feel like that cleared out a lot of energy for me. And then he also told me, yeah, he told me that like I would gain this like great new perspective where everything would change like on, you know, going on some travels and you didn't know I was going to India. Nope. And he was like, I saw you like up in a hot air balloon, like being able to see everything from up above and like things becoming so clear. And I was literally, yeah, I think I was living for India like the next week and then went on this massive life changing trip. <laughs> Which is another story for another episode, but um, <laughs> it was really powerful. And I've I've had like readings before, and and never were have I experienced something that was like, you know, that was just like so tangible and helpful at the same time as like we're tapping into you know our infinite library of quantum goodness goodness yeah exactly <laughs> exactly but it was like really grounded in that way it's like you know like it was very like practically helpful to to my life and i think for callistas too so mm -hmm. um yeah jacob tell everybody how to find you sure so on instagram i am jbenson444 um you can reach out to me that way 
if you're so inclined. I mostly just post videos about dogs and some occasionally stuff about technology. Um, if you're interested in a session, I have a page that's just, you can go to heal.me slash Jacob. That'll take you to my page. It has different sessions on there, but it also has what I just call like a 15 minute vibe check. If you wanna just have a quick 15 minute chat to see what's going on and how the Akashic records uh, can help provide clarity or healing or whatever it is that you're looking for. Um, that's free and it's 15 minutes and it's just done over Zoom. Um, you can all be <clears throat> booked through that page. Beautiful. Yay. Love it. Jacob, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and for giving us both Akashic Records readings and for sharing information from the Akashic Records about the podcast today. I mean, just like infinitely appreciate you and just may you be like so, so so blessed and i hope this isn't the last time that you come on this has been really beautiful yeah thank you so much for sharing there was so much awesomeness that i feel like we could expand upon if we had more time <laughs> like, we would definitely love to have you back but yep, that would be that would be great this has been super fun and i am i am very very excited to see to see where you guys go Yay! Yeah, likewise, 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 we're all partners in like bringing this new earth in together. So the more we can stay connected and support each other, the better. Beautiful. Uh -huh. Yay! Okay, bye, Jacob. All right, thank bye. you, Jacob. Stay sharp, everyone out there. Yeah, stay sharp. Thanks um, for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening, and we. Like or why did I say like us? Oh, do, do whatever you want with us. Like, but you're welcome to leave a review if you feel called. You're welcome yeah, to share this us. episode if you think of someone who, if it makes you think of someone, <laughs> send it their way, you know? Um, but you can follow us to brainwash yourself podcast at gmail.com is our email. If you want to email us, brainwash yourself podcast on instagram is our username if you want to follow us and check us out yeah and we I have a bunch of other episodes if you are feeling the need to binge listen to some empowering spiritual content boom city okay <laughs> stay sharp go check out jacob we love you we love him we love each other <laughs> adios babes bye <laughs>